0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Sam elliott 64 and welcome to the Robocast. I'm joined alongside...
1: Steve the American Killjoy.
0: And World of Woodrow. And we are joined by a guest from the round of 16 for the 13th episode of BattleBots this season. I remembered this week, Jeopardy, you proud of me. <laughs> he, he, he learned how to count. I did. It, 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 took, it took me well, a <laughs> while, but I got All there. Week. Uh... <laughs> I, I, I ran out of fingers and toes eventually. Um, introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, hey, I'm Aaron, uh, captain and lead of the Team Seems reasonable's Robot Tantrum. I'm pretty excited uh, with how we're doing this year. I'm oh,
0: yeah. not surprised. It's been quite the turnaround from the last couple of seasons, but before I do dive into that, I do want to ask, like, I, think, I think I'm think i right in saying this, Tantrum Mark I was your first combat yep. robot, is that right?
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> So <laughs> I,
0: I, I couldn't believe that when I heard it because I, I mentioned I thought, learning sure.
2: curve in the last episode. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah don't it, start. As, don't start with the heavyweight kids. Like don't. <laughs> heavyweight
3: well, building is ridiculously stupid, and nobody should ever, ever do it. <laughs> it's it's yeah. you just spend so much money and so much time and effort, and it's so heavy. You got to lift that thing, and. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun, isn't it?
0: <laughs> it's, it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, Aaron, as, as I said, you you've had quite the season this year compared to the last couple. Like, did you expect this level of performance, like at all? Because obviously, you've performed well in China in the past. You've, mm, yep. you, and, and yeah, you we've had a bad K- record as well in in the US. And like, it, it, like last season, you did go okay.
2: Yeah, it's just uh, <clears> one <throat> of my teammates has the comment of you only test the things you want to work. So but between season four and season five, we t- t- had a lot more time also, thanks to, and yes. basically and from a learning curve perspective, a lot of it was we could focus design wise on things we actually knew mattered more now. So like this version of tantrum is way easier to put together, it's easier to machine, mm-hmm. or easier to maintain at the event. Sure. Like, so it's going into a fight at a hundred percent every time is a lot easier, like all of those things open up bandwidth for paying attention to the rest of what it takes to do well so um, and drive practice was also huge on that one
0: I mean, we'll get to your match a bit later on, but the the driving in in the fight against Bloodsport was absolutely top-notch. Yeah, chef's kiss, absolutely. (laughs) I think think another one of those, we're going to go way back to the the start of the season, um, was against Valkyrie. I think not many people had tantrum down to last very long against Valkyrie, especially the fact that Valkyrie have upgraded so much and, as we've seen throughout the course of the season, have been so good. You bossed the
2: fight. (laughs) Yeah, I, I was absolutely stoked to get Valkyrie right off the bat as far as just like a, okay they see us as a somewhat serious contender here like they're they're giving us like the selection committee is giving us some respect by giving us Valkyrie right off the bat um, and then it was kind of funny after that fight was announced Fred came over and pointed at our our little front beak thing He was like oh Monsoon had one of those too they couldn't find it after the fight I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a little more robust than that one but we'll see we'll see <laughs> and then yeah the robot came out of that fight with uh, torn up fists and dead batteries. Uh, it,
0: it, how how hard was that to not hard to take as such, but like how disappointed were you knowing that you had that fight pretty much in the palm of your hand and
1: it yeah. just felt Valkyrie a bit was short? limping right at the end there, and then just that was it.
2: Yeah, uh, a <clears throat> a lot of my metrics are also like mentally based on is it a good fight? Yeah, so. We lost the fight, but it was still one of the best fights we had ever had for the show at that point in time, so it was hard to be that grumpy about it. Yeah. Yeah. And we know was all the selection committee people are watching the same fight, so it's like this isn't going to hurt us too bad and it's easily fixable. Yeah. So, we weren't too strung out about it. I had a battery with a cell tank. It's like, well, what, what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> we did all the practice on different packs that were bigger and because the weapon carriage was out and we could fit them and stuff. And then, okay, we need to do more cycles on the ones we we'll are going ahead the comp with.
1: Yeah. Man.
0: Yep. Well, obviously, eventually we did end up in the round of 32, um, obviously skipping the fights up with, um, was it Atom 94? I think it was Atom, Atom 94 and, uh, and, and then Gamma 9. Yeah. And then you face something with not much power less than uh, than Valkyrie infusion <laughs> uh, in the round of 32. Um, talk us through that one because the ending of that fight was just was something else. I mean, I'm sure you were petrified; it was just going to burn straight through into you. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: So
2: that yeah, that fight was funky. I have people be like, "Oh, why didn't you use the anti-horizontal wedge in the front?" I'm like, "Well, it's shorter than Fusion's blade, so it wouldn't is- hit it anyway."
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So we'll take the tusks. Um, geometry-wise, that worked out. Up until I drove into them when they were gyroing. Don't do that either; it's a bad idea. <laughs> it might have worked out. <laughs> it <nearly> did. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, the <clears throat> everyone's got their different approach and direction and stuff they take to using brushless brushless tech. And Wachi landed on using a certain a certain variety of speed controller that they're they're still working with their manufacturer on, so I'm not gonna chuck them under the bus.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We were having some we are working on spin-up stuff before the event and borrowed one of said speed controller from uh, Orion on Hijinx <clears throat> to try out on our weapon and Spin spin poof, and it just mm. exploded. <laughs> and very enthusiastic fire everywhere. Oh, shooting no. out of both shooting out of both ends straight it was firecracker. And it, happily it was... It was outside of our robot when it did that. <laughs> when we were testing spin up. So that was me going, Yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> um but Tantrum and Fusion both run similar similar class of inrunner uh drive motors from from TP Power. Um but like were censored on vesks and like, Super anal through all the tuning, et cetera, and their setup's a little more YOLO. <laughs> and it, it kind of paid for them, really, didn't it? In the end? Yeah. So, so when that went up, uh, I knew what one of those speed controllers looked like going up. <laughs> so that the sound and bang it made matched up with six of them, <laughs> which is what's. in So it's <laughs> oh, <laughs> like all right. And then guess we'll guess we'll take our, it. <laughs> our electrical system was not the happiest after having the carriage almost ripped out. Um, yeah. And I think we also had an art like a super arcing wayachi
1: switch, so the robot kept resetting.
0: I was going to say because it, it did keep keep stopping in the fight. I, w- I was wondering yep. what that was. Mm.
1: Was it was it's it a like lot that? of wayachi electrical problems <laughs> all at
2: yeah, well, once? Well, the, <laughs> this was so we have like precharged resistor circuit stuff in there, but the resistor leaded broken. Okay, and so that had led to more like higher voltages. You get it a lot, so it's like all right. It's the switches were designed for twenty four. Pay attention to them more, sure. um, but the interesting thing, like they did separate their what's after that fight. I'm sure you guys have seen, um, but. It was kind of funny. After that, they're like, can you show me movement?" I'm like, "I'm driving backwards slowly." Please count them out. Yeah, we I need to alive. Save my baby, please. please I'm not quickly. dead yet. <laughs> I mean,
0: eventually it, ha- it happened. I, I don't. I think you know a lot of people kind of said online, "Oh, why do not they do an unstick?" I mean, do you want to grab a burning robot off another robot? <laughs> you know, you go unstick
2: it. <laughs> them, them editing it like that really just. Uh, saved a minute of wandering around the arena with a flaming hat, or a smoldering hat.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, it, the, the fight was over. You, you'd won. Just yeah. let it go. It just saved some time. <laughs> um, obviously, this week, round of 16 time. Now, if you haven't watched it already at home, now is the time to click off. Go and watch please. it. It's an absolute banger of an episode. Go go and watch it, please. It's, it's one of the best of BattleBots, I think, since the show's come back. I really, really think so. But we start off with a rematch from last season in Sawblaze and Witch Doctor going the other way this time in you Sawblaze's
3: favour. these two have, have fought before and, and Witch Doctor really had their number before because it was a very different fight to the 2019 one. I mean, very um, much so. There was, I think, one moment where Witch Doctor managed to get a good bite on, on Sawblaze and other than that, Sawblaze were just all over them. I've just been yeah. um, just had a look on Facebook and I've seen damage pictures of Witch Doctor. Oh good God. <laughs> yeah. Went
0: straight there through the side. Slices. Mm. It was very impressive. And I think that the you know, we've we've commented on Jameson's driving for weeks and weeks. You know, he he just has that robot dialed in now. Like the, the fight against Uppercut, I think, was definitely a maybe underestimating what Uppercut could do. And I think after that fight he's taken them them very seriously. I think the rest of the competition very seriously. Like I think he kind of went into it not overconfident, I think that's the wrong word, but like, he thought he could win. And I feel like now he's taken everyone, everyone just as seriously because you get to this stage of the competition, you've done something right.
2: Yeah, I feel like the best term for Jameson is usually prepared. Like, yeah. things, that thing's polished and ready.
0: Yeah. It's it's a shame for Witch Doctor because at the start of the fight, it was quite close. There was a few good hits that gave out to Swordblazer that I thought, oh, it's just going to go the same way now. Mm. But, eventually that you know just couldn't quite keep it up for the the full three that's good though one of the
2: the other differences from the 2019 team fight i would likely say is i think the happier flatter floor definitely played out better yeah yeah,
0: i I agree i
3: I think think yeah blaze has has done some changing pete abrahamson was saying uh at the start or before the fight started that they've change the weight distribution round inside the robot so that they have more weight at the front so they're not popping wheelies all the time which is something that really hindered them against witch doctor last year it meant witch doctor could just get all under them and eat. well i mean last year we saw it climb all over them as well to be fair yep. but um yeah i think as many people have said in our sort of chats on on the robocast this year is um a loss will give you more information than a win will, and yeah. I think Jameson has learnt quite a lot from fighting Witch Doctor last year, and it's gone to show because, as I said, is it was a very different fight this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd say so too. Uh, I mean, every time that Witch Doctor drove, well, except for a few times in this fight, and you can see in the previous fight that they had last year that it seemed like every time that the two robots met, Sawblaze was going through the air. Uh, whether he met front on, side on, doesn't matter. This match when they went front on every single, just about every single time, uh which doctor was on top of saw blaze and just getting shunted around. And then you'd, you'd have this t- this time when it was up against the box and you're like, that saw's coming down. <laughs> There's going to be problems. Uh, and then you get to the point where uh in the fight, I I, I think, I, I think Mike of which doctor is just driving at saw blaze just to hope that he's going to get underneath that front because he's not getting around the sides of him. Uh, so we might as well just full send it and then hope he catches something because uh, well, he, he was not it, getting around the side. He did have it work okay in the Scorpio's fight of yes. lock, intentionally just
2: up in your face, like here's yep. a big spinning thing you got to deal with it. Oh, hey, mm. your weapon doesn't work anymore. So yeah.
1: I don't blame what him for going I, yeah. for that for sawblaze as well. Yeah, um, we saw quite damage that 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 hit does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that particular one that we saw with with uh, Zach showing that gear completely like an S. Yeah, it just didn't look right anymore. <laughs>
0: I think the the issue that they face against Blaze as well is the fact that I think Sawblade's they just they just had I think they just had the the robot dialed in slightly more than maybe Scorpius did. I know that's kind of maybe you know not not you know fair on Scorpius maybe, but the the thing is that Jameson's kind of he's looked at this fight in particular before he's, he's had ex, he's, this exact
1: experience. He has direct intel. Exa- exactly. <laughs>
0: Whereas you know with maybe Scorpius they didn't have. The information that they may be needed until after the fight, which obviously led to them changing their fork setup on the front. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where you you face the you know face the opponent that you've got, and it, you know you change your outlook on it, and you kind of think, okay, well maybe I need to do something slightly different.
2: I'm also curious on because uh, I know they've been running the AR 400 weapon discs, and mm-hmm. so in this case, all the I think all the front end stuff on sawblaze is AR 500, mm-hmm. um, all welded flat pieces, um, and. So I'm curious what level of bite difference there was between the two. Cause 2019 True. also with the S seven disc may have just been, well, I'm running up yeah. your ramp, but I'm more, also more likely to, to dig and send mm-hmm. you and mess stuff up. So um, it, it's, it's really hard to tell. Like, I don't know if they went and looked at sawblaze with regards to what the impacts look like, but mm-hmm. was it was also different. Interesting,
3: interesting to see the, um, in fact, sawblaze didn't come away unscathed. They had yep. that middle fork damaged once again and, and bent up and it, Kind of hindered them for a bit, but then we saw Jameson go change the tactics and run as a vert. All of a sudden, um, <laughs> and he got caught in the, in the weapon, yeah, like just, the whole yeah, in thing. It. <laughs> <And> just <laughs> you that weapon hub is... Mike. It's just like oh,
2: <laughs> that the weapon hub on Witch Doctor I think is an inch thick. And they came over and used our press after to get the axle out. Ooh. Wow, and so <laughs> and this is before our fight with Sawblaze, <laughs> <with Solvice. laughs> So I'm sitting there going. What? <laughs> How foreboding. You just, he just <laughs> like, punched oh. through an inch of aluminum and they, they actually shoved the aluminum so far in it was rubbing on their dead axle for their spinner. Wow. So the weapon could still spin, but it was rubbing real hard and that just cooked stuff real fast. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh thanks for taking that out here where I can see it and then be paranoid <laughs> and scared and
0: <laughs> great. Um obviously which doctor season ends here this time around, uh, top sixteen. I think for the second time they've done they've made it this far. Was it a bad season for them, or were they just unlucky? What do we think?
3: It was an unfortunate season to have had the sort of over-hardened discs yeah. happen to them, basically. That was the thing that honestly let them down this year, and I don't think it's a mistake they will make again. Um, they've they've got plans. They know what they're going to be doing. They, Yeah, I, I think was, we, we saw a very good Witch Doctor come their final fight uh, in the sort of bracket set, not bracket, pre-bracket section. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, it's been good since. And I think this fight wasn't just, oh, Witch Doctor must be bad. They've had a bad season. I think Mm -hmm. it's more a case of Sawblaze have their number. They need to go and think about what they're going to do for Sawblaze come when they fight again. And I hope they do. I hope. This is the first this one each now, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah. this is one of the first times we'll see a a three time fight, maybe next year, but or this year yeah. even,
1: we'll see. It's really interesting because seasons prior, Witch Doctor had okay uh, fights and seasons, but they just never really broke through. Uh, you, you saw some potential there, but it just there were things that were nagging at them, uh, and uh, when they finally broke through and looked unbeatable. In 2019, until they met uh, uh, the, the actual the, beaten robot. <laughs> yeah, the, the one that nobody can beat except for one.
3: And let's be uh, honest, they came close
1: <laughs> against Byte Force. Yeah, they, they
3: were doing. Really well. If the Sreamek doesn't win. break
1: and they get back over, who knows what happens. Um but yeah. And it was an interesting thing.
2: So they got taken out by Bite Force by what I'm I refer to as a one-two of hit over and then hit you before you get back over. Yeah. yeah. So that that second hit took out weapon motor, took out self raider arm, it, mm-hmm. it wrecked a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. Um if you watch Witch Doctor's fights, Mike does a lot of the similar maneuver where it's hit, I got you up in the air, and then immediately beeline to ram to go for and that, drive
0: under.
1: yeah, because uh, you're yeah, weak. To at go to go
2: for that soft soft bits shot, and it's it's what I don't. I, I would need to go back and pay attention to his matches before that, but I'm curious if he picked that
1: up from the from the bite force loss. Yeah, yeah. sorry, somebody- but unfortunately, down there, sawblaze in the quarters. <laughs> Whoa, what can he go do? further? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well,
3: I think maybe.
1: um We'll discuss this opponent later on, of yeah. course. I, I know. <laughs> we might have some direct connection to that.
0: We will. We will. Fight number two, the, bro- the Bracket Buster, Ribot, our frog ah. overlord. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Praise. <laughs> Praise. I My frog king. I cannot believe it, because this fight, like within the first five seconds, I'm kind of thinking Uppercut's won this. It's just taken <laughs> off the tire of Ribot, and then... A few seconds later, it's taken off the other tire. It's punted it into the corner. I'm thinking, yeah, it's just, it's just we done. We should
3: have learned though. Foreshadowing from the tracer fight, it it can it run on two wheel, wheels. It yeah, going. it can
0: just keep going, and as well as that, uppercut If it loses a wheel, apparently yeah. can't keep going. Which
3: mm. I mean, it, we've we've said a lot. It's reasonably unstable, Um yep. and if it loses one wheel, that un- instability almost becomes it's it's really stable, but just in one way, um, yeah. so it, it can't go anywhere. It could have almost benefited from being more unstable in that moment, just to throw itself across the box. Although yeah. it, it's a controlled movement—that's that what I mean.
1: Crab <laughs> <the crab walking laughs> yeah, rules BattleBots been... rules on crabbing is—it's it's very up to the ref to make a is decision whether or not walking? you're actually moving.
3: Is it crab walking if you throw your weapon into the floor and then bounce across the arena? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's controlled, either,
2: though, to be honest. I now. think the general wording is like moving. Towards Able to move yeah. towards your opponent of like controls. Yeah. or move toward that part of the box, can you do that? <laughs>
3: can you imagine the tactics of, t- can you move over there? Yeah, sure. Turn slightly, bounce over it goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. I <laughs> think one of, the biggest,
2: uh, one of the biggest instances of that so far, I think, has been um, hijinks versus slammo. Hmm. Yeah. Like, why aren't you counting them out? I'm like, well, they are moving towards you. Like they're down a wheel, but they're moving towards you.
0: Yeah, it's so kind of like cracking uh, last week when, when they were fighting Sword Blades. They kind of yeah. they, they, they <laughs> somehow drove straight they with one wheel. It. Um, credit to Robot. They absolutely, you know, they they did what they needed to do. They they took the hits and survived. Whereas Uppercut, I don't know what if you know what the problem was with Aaron with the with
2: Uppercut because it just They blew it just up st- both of their drive sprockets. Like um. the motor side drive sprocket, both of them exploded. So wow. I, know th- I know they've already got some One Piece Ones coming in and working on upgrades, chatting with the Tory. But...
3: it's, <laughs> of course. I it's, mean, it's... they were one of the most prepared teams for this season. They were ready. They're, they're, they didn't touch their box or their crate since like lockdown first in March last year. So.
2: And I know they're... So, like, Alex lives in San Diego. Everything was up in MIT. Uh, so, like, the, some of that was forced. Mm-hmm. But... I, and, and it definitely helps taking a robot, doing smaller revisions and showing up with it again, because, you know, everything's a lot more known as opposed to mm-hmm. questions and stuff. So like that yeah. helps a lot. And it allowed them to just focus on, hey, make this weapon spin up faster.
0: Which it certainly did. It's a yep. shame that we're not mm-hmm. going to see more of Uppercut this year because the, some of the hits it's given out has been spectacular
2: I'm just happy I beat Uppercut last year, Right, when we were both bad, but I was slightly less bad.
0: You can always hold that over them. <laughs> well, when, when, when next year, when, when you're both super good, they're going to put you as a main event, you know? It's, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Hang on then. so we
3: do tan- Tantrum is better than uh, Uppercut, who is better than saw blade? so that's how that works, right? So so you've won, right? It's Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah
1: huh? I'm okay with that. <laughs> there is a really amazing hit after their um, they're they're basically mated together and not neither of them are backing up because I think at this point we already noticed that Uppercut's one side is completely locked up mm-hmm. and they're like that pulverizer's a thing let's use that and then wham and then <laughs> and then it's <laughs> they it, both go they're, they're, it was nuts uh, I don't know if that did more damage to them than it did to Ribot because after that Uppercut was basically history but one thing I did like as well like there's a bit when
0: when Ribot's getting chewed up by uppercut, and you can just see the the front corner just slowly getting milled away by uppercut's weapon, it's just you can mm-hmm. see the, the naked metal underneath. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's just the, the, the unintentional weight saving of Ribot for, for the next round. But yeah, I, I love I love things like that. It's just it's just great, great to mm-hmm. see. And they've got they, they're through to the top eight. The frog, the frog boy. <laughs> I can't I mean, believe it.
3: Last year, I think a lot of us were surprised at Ribot to start with after they had a few fights, we were like, you know, they're sitting at two and two. They have a potential to be on, on that bubble in that winning you're in tournament.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: They could have been, and they could have been, they could have been in the round of 16 last year and who knows how far they could have gone. I mean, they, they have been end game in the past.
1: Yeah, this is true. I mean,
3: it's, it seems surprising that they've made it so far, but Ribot is a genuinely very good robot and very powerful I think the undercutter setup a lot of us thought was a bit of a risk this week but when you look at the fight
1: in it made action, sense yeah yeah i don't know what the vert weapon good yeah well they
3: but had
0: better you know, the thing is they had better reach in uppercuts so there's mm. not like it, it doesn't to me sitting here in my chair you know pretending he knows what he's talking about half the time it doesn't look like there's much that ribot can do with its vert because the reach is just so much better with mm. uppercut and as a result i think going for something maybe a little bit left field that maybe Uppercut weren't, well, they, they were obviously prepared for it with the with the plate and what have you, but maybe they didn't expect it
2: outright. And this one actually had some... Uh, a bit of gamesmanship. It, it, <laughs> yeah, well, they showed like Mad Catter and Ribot early in the season. They had yeah. them do a tiny bike race. Yeah. Yes. Um, this one had horrible. some back and forth of like, <laughs> send photos of what your config is. And then one person thinks the photo is too ambiguous, but doesn't have enough context uh, <laughs> on who's running what. Um, which is what led to uppercut with a little the little tiny beak up front, as opposed to their their full hor- anti horizontal setup. And so yeah, I've poked around with Greg with regards to trying to add some rules and teeth and penalty to like you submit what your config is going to be at you know, this time, and if you show up without it, you have to yeah.
1: It's interesting it's, you say that because m- my dad and I watch BattleBots together every Thursday. Um, he has, and I'm gonna add him ha. Huh, um, he's not here uh, <laughs> he he's worried about robots that have interchangeable configurations we're basically we're the extreme would be we're entering drive trains that have interchangeable weapons and you're just basically playing a metagame um where you basically just all right this brought this this weapons type is good against this weapon type all right and it's like an endless battle it's it, it's it's almost like in baseball there was a very uh, I watch, uh, it's called Secret Base now, but it's, it used to be a part of uh, uh, Sports Nation, and they had a, an episode uh, about a pitcher that was a switch arm pitcher and a batter that was a switch arm batter. Now, there's advantages based on which way you're hitting to which pitcher's throwing, which arm is throwing a pitch. And it was like a stalemate, like they kept switching. So once you enter the box, that is what you do. That's it. You do not switch. Uh, so if there's a, a there is a little bit of gamesmanship that maybe has to be Which talked I, over. I, a little I bit. quite
0: like that to be honest with you. I, I like the fact that you know people are trying to want to the to, to a degree that they, obviously the extreme. Obviously, we can always talk about is the ah oh, the the bike crack on Hydra is obviously oh, the, okay. the, the big <laughs> the big point for this season. But obviously, yep. not every team's going to do that because it's 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 a very unique robot that they're, yep. they're doing it against, and that there is other ways of doing it. But I do see what you mean. Like it's getting to a point where. You, do, you change the robot so much that it's not the same machine anymore.
1: Right, yeah, like there, maybe there's like a percentage that has to be the same going in, you know, and maybe that hurts teams like robot. Or so far Cat the or. metric has been, like,
2: um, if you ask Greg and co about it, the metric is effectively like, does a five-year-old in the stands recognize the robot? Right. Sure. Like, that, th- that has been yeah. the only metric, like... Kraken's got two frames: one with a sweet anti-horizontal setup, one, and yep. then the central beak one. So he just swaps the entire frame.
0: Yeah. The
3: thing about the 2016 version of Bombshell, which had like three very different weapon types. Yeah.
0: Um, it was still the same because main shape, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, like, definitely want to discuss long into the night. I think, but for, for for me, I think you know, Ribot is very much at the limit of that. I think because that you know they they clearly have. I think they they literally just have a giant. You know, piece of aluminium that they just take out and
1: put yeah. put they in, just it. like modules, it's like Lego. It's held
3: in by <laughs> I think they call it the four god screws or something like that. For a very they large bolt, if you break them, <laughs> then uh, they're not swapping weapon anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's literally just one big section they can take out and put in. Sort of a, la, a tornado back of classic Robot Wars days, yeah. so they could yeah. interchange that central section to be whatever they wanted, including a big. Giant frame, if they so chose. Good times. Um,
0: <laughs> Let's move on before we anyway, we, yeah. we dive down this rabbit hole too <laughs> yeah, much. And that, the next fight that, is that,
1: that's a conversation maybe for like just another episode entirely. Yeah, just to absolutely. Pour into that.
0: Well, well, let us know in the comments. Do you want us to talk about interchangeable weapon, uh, gamesmanship in the future? Yeah. Fight three is tantrum and blood sports. Aaron, I feel like you're. Definitely more qualified than we three Whoa. to talk about this one. Than, than so take it away. Talk us through the fight. Uh, yeah.
2: Uh, go, going into it, uh, some people in this one also are like, "Why don't you use your into horizontal wedge?" I'm like, again, Bloodsport hits higher than that. <laughs> Bloodsport actually annoyingly hits like within the top inch of that of our entire outer armor hoop. So up front, we added extra chunks up top. I refer to them as gruff bars now. Now anyway, yep. um, as far as the, the, the approach bars. just stop the hit, just take it, make them deal with the shock too. Don't just glance it off. Um, <clears throat> it was kind of funny because the Link, Link Electric guys were there, so we took this chunk of armor out and these pieces of steel and said, "Hey, you know the team that asked for this yesterday? Please copy." <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> just word <win> for word. <laughs> we hear yeah, this so is a service like
2: that you do. <laughs> this. We would like to also break things on the other guy from them hitting our face (laughs) Um, came back. Beautiful. Um, some of, some of those welds were start like that started to crack and move from some of the initial hits, but Mm -hmm. they held on. And if it's a whole bunch of steel, you don't care if it moves around a little. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I know we knew from watching previous fights that their, the wedgelet set up and attachment was pretty weak. So we weren't too worried about getting wedged around by them. Like gruff had been um i think our our ground game is a bit better than gruffs as far as keeping keeping wedgelets down mm-hmm. and then we knew we could take the hits i was i was really excited to like actually be able to punch billet of something solid um the gamma nine fight was like hey the puncher works the whole time and we tore some great holes and chunks out of gamma nine but none of them like looked that exciting because the robot's too big and airy so it was and most of our testing for the puncher setup i've got a 55 pound block of aluminum from a like the flipper tantrum prototype frame that we launch and i've launched that like 34 feet in the air i seem to remember a video was it territory year, before, before, um, so like i know what it can do we just haven't put anything that solid in front of it yet and gotten everything to really play happy <clears throat> so we were stuck going in. They're like, we might get to hit something solid, <laughs> and <laughs> then the weapon's like, nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not like, today, it, it, it was like it, it was like the the cable got cut and it went woo, and that was it. And it was just hanging out down low yeah so that speed controller <laughs> after the fight it was just like flashing a red light at me saying like boot error blah 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 like cannot
2: <laughs> why initialize did you do this something. to me dad <laughs> and i'm just like that is, that's your failure you didn't even like go out excitingly you just yeah. <laughs> hey, nah i'm like <laughs> not, not today please. <laughs> they look so yeah those going to play uh, <laughs> there's a certain just like mental drop in the fight when you're like "Welp, you're now completely on the back foot and uh
1: do make have make fun. it happen. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, have fun. See make what the happens. most of
1: the time you have, because it's going to the judges most likely. Well,
2: f- f- and we me. also yeah. we
1: also saw Gruff
2: do well. Bloodsport effectively do the same thing to Gruff. It's like first hit, weapon gone. There's more exciting, um, but control and push and go for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: From from my end, like as I watched the fight. There was no doubt in my mind, obviously, you wouldn't control, and uh, for the most part, aggression because Bloodsport kept running away to, to try and get their weapon spinned, up, sp- spinned up? Span up? spun up? Spun <laughs> up? Span oh, up. One of, the, one of those three. <laughs> um, And it seemed to me like the more the fight went on, I think we, we kind of discussed this a little bit before we started recording, that you know, the more that they hit you, the more they really started to struggle to spin up their weapon as well, because they, it just it seems so lazy towards the end of the fight they just couldn't could not get it to spin with any kind of ferocity like how relieving was it to kind of like not have to deal with those massive hits that they've been dealing out to pretty much
2: everyone this season uh based on the first couple exchanges one of those feistier. yeah (laughs) so coming like coming out of that fight from a hit perspective like our carriage had floated to the front and was taking side hits on the weapon disc but like the weapon disc still spun fine motor inside it was fine it still slid forward and backward fine like we swapped a speed controller and okay so um i've chatted some with justin he's they're pretty sure speed controller i think they're like thermal throttling problems or something weird that they can't quite get a handle on um and seeing some of the hits they dished out on some others like I'm inclined to believe it. Mm. <laughs> um I've seen I've seen the post in a few places as far as we're having speed controller problems. I just make sure to chime in. We were also having speed controller problems. True, yeah. sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's like getting hit less hard is good because every one of those you, you harden as much as you want on the inside, but there's a whole lot of shock to handle, yeah. But the shock-mounted armor setup we we have worked worked great. I've had a, f- a few people contact me going, "Hey, how do you do that again?"
0: Which <laughs> <laughs> is f- quite flattering when you're a position to rescue, you know, the, you know, asking yourself, "Did what? What are you doing?" You know,
1: mm-hmm. Tantrum
3: yep. has always been the sort of the little bot that could. I mean, you guys faced Tombstone in 2018 to prove how tough Tantrum is. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, going into this fight, me personally, I felt that you had an advantage on that point that even if all the weapon goes down, you can still take the hits and you can take them well and and just get on with it.
2: We got really lucky to have that. So I think we mainly got that fight because Ray had heard I said, if you take a fist off, you get to keep it. And he wanted one. <laughs> and he did it. Oh, so I, about I, that. I think, I think he requested it. And I'm like, all right. Because at that yeah. point in time, it was the end of our first ever event. Uh, we were at a lot of spares. We went in a, and Greg had lined us up for a fight with reality, I think. And then he's um, headed out uh, to like welding air And he stops me. He's like, so how do you uh, feel about Ray? I'm like, sure yeah your first <laughs> event you Fantastic. want to just get stuck to the
1: fire the last and he's year's like camp? really
2: like huh because apparently a lot of people say no to that <laughs> yeah um i know the onion crew were chomping at the bit after behind us too but oh, yeah. they didn't have they didn't have novelty billet to take off yeah um so the the greatest thing for that uh coming in as new um because we started out with half inch thick ar armor on tantrum one it was yeah. obnoxiously ridiculously beefy <laughs> um but facing facing tombstone kind of like baselined it. it, it was, going into the future we knew hey this is about how big a hit you need to take and that knowledge is definitely very helpful and informed and the armor setup only got better. it's three eighths now it's not half inch we determined that was overkill yeah. um but like the shock mounting and everything and how it's integrated in the chassis and all has gotten much better
1: mm-hmm. yeah i think the half inch one's the one i saw in person at ruckus or about ruckus because it's just it was just silly thick <laughs> <laughs> dummy thick.
0: <laughs> yeah um did you think that you'd won
2: yes i don't fully uh, i'd be interested to see the scorecards especially like lisa's with regards to going the other way um and some of it depends on how you judge stuff because i know in one of the they did the throwback to the judge like they had the judges explain stuff a little bit and Mm -hmm. i think jason called out drive and i think like losing getting both wedges off of them and also having a tire come out,
0: I think the tire really swung it towards the end. Like yeah.
2: those, those are both things that affect your ability to control or be aggressive in the match. Um, because they still had them against Groff and were able to scoop and control and push. But in our case, as soon as they lost the wedgelets, they had
1: zero influence That's over really where true. we ever went. Right. They're back to being um, what Bloodsport was last year, which is just a, it's it's almost like when it was a certain, like it can't push. It, it's it, it lacks mm-hmm. that ability to have that that ground game down. And well, yeah, if one person has a ground game still and the other person doesn't. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So like, over. I could definitely like in my, my own brain, I think I ended up at six, five to us. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I asked, um, Orion on this, who's been around forever and he actually went three to two for us on damage mm-hmm. and would give us yeah. even more, um, mm-hmm. I did realize like actually watching the fight the other night, uh, if I would have ignored the pin count and went a little longer, because apparently ignoring the judges, oh, the refs is something you could do. Uh for the for letting the hammer hit the self rider pole, there was a chance we could have just bent it into the path of the blade. Oh, that'd have be been sick. <laughs> and that would have been way better.
3: Uh,
2: so yeah, like we're I'm not super happy to get the win that way,
3: but a win's a win. I'll take it. <laughs> So well, brought a, a scorecard last week. Uh, I did. Heated up for. I can't remember what fight it was, but you brought
1: one. It was Copperhead and uh, Mammoth? Mammoth, that's the one. Yes,
3: it. Uh, I I brought one for this fight this week. Super. <laughs> uh, yeah, as you can see, I I too have gone. I don't know how well you can read that. Probably not. Uh, but yeah. I've, I've gone. Uh, it's six, six five, five. To Tantrum yeah. as well. Yeah.
0: Um, it was cl- it was definitely close. I think you know yeah. I can see why it was a split decision because you know it, it you know. I can see reasoning as to why Bloodsport won because they gave out the big hits and you know pretty sparks mm. and damage and what have you. But damage isn't the only category. I exactly.
1: know, and <laughs> you need to tell everybody that all the time. And you, you read online, you're like, oh, a this is
3: <laughs> you are the controversy corner for this week. Gosh, damage is man. not the only category,
1: and it's not the only <laughs> fight that happens in this in this we, episode. We'll, I think honestly. we'll save it for. I think it's the last fight. We'll
0: save it for. How about that? Yep. So
2: Rob, uh, Rob Cohen from. Cobrahead had some good comments with regards to judging and stuff and going out and evaluating whether, whether or not like your weapon worked and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did get called out after this fight by Greg, like while they were judging, asking, like, can you spin that weapon? I'm like, nope, <laughs> well not spin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they asked, like the judges wanted to know. Yeah. Basically, I think they want to know whether or not, like, did we just go in and play the. Yeah. Ignore that and just play the wedge, and that that was a strategy from the start. Yeah. Like no, 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 we wanted to hit no, them because just... that'll hurt you in the
1: in the points. Because strategy wise, yeah.
0: let's move on before we upset upset anyone else, shall we? Yeah, to Hydra and Gigabyte. Now this was a very very good fight, and I will give both teams credit. The fact that both of their weapons were working until like the last ten yep. seconds as
3: well. Can you tell me incredible. in 2018 and 2019 that Gigabyte is going to keep spinning against a big flipper and gravity like coming down that, through the air. It was that one big minutes. hit.
0: That one big hit where it slams from one corner, yeah. f- flies across the big
3: Like a the pin law. Oh like, my ding, 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 god, into two walls and it still goes after that. You tell me that that would happen in 2018, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, it would keep going. Yeah no well, I'm way. Laugh in your face. Yeah. Um, it, this season, Gigabyte. Giga this
2: is uh, a great fight. They cut the best part. Really? <laughs> so Come I don't on, know man. if anybody's seen anybody's seen any King of the Hill of there's a thing called pocket sand. <laughs> Right, yeah, as far as the pocket just <laughs> ha! like, eh? um, but one of the flips uh when they're over in the corner nearby John the ref, um they flip gigabyte, who ends up like sideways, and the self writer pole swings and scoops from between the arena wall and the polycarb and grabs an extension cord, oh no, and just like <laughs> throws it at, it looks it looks very intentional, of' just like. Ha! Uh, oh <laughs> Did it <work>? okay crap <laughs> it didn't do anything ineffective <laughs> it was
0: I mean, and then the they whole... pause the
2: match stick it back <laughs> out hit go what? again <laughs> like
0: <laughs> That's
1: funny. It, it,
0: this this whole fight was just magic wasn't it like it, it like the the hits that Gigabyte was giving out i mean as much as it they kept glancing off the wedge, but there was that one the one good chew, like about a minute to go and I thought, hang on, it could change still.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was so good. And the fact that Hydra kept flipping it in the air and it was, it was doing its UFO flying saucer thing. I, like, a- I get to
2: see this one from the Apple boxes and yeah. would recommend. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean,
3: I, the two things I want to mention, first of all, would not want to be the cameraman who's underneath gigabyte as it's flying above him. Um, that must be reasonably terrifying. Second of all, you've got to commend, Jake Hewitt for getting in the head of the Gigabyte team before
1: the- Yeah, movie. mind games, man, and they Gigabyte made an, made an adjustment based on the fact that he might have used whatever the hell that was. Yeah. Uh, that uh, that thing that he was going to put on the front of the so, robot.
3: For those that don't know, Gigabyte had, I'm going to say a de-icer because that's what it was. It's the same mm. type of thing that Scorpios, was it Scorpios? I can't remember who used it. Ghost Raptor. Ghost Raptor. Ghost Raptor, Raptor. Ghost Raptor used against Ice Wave in 2016. Uh, and it was basically this big pole to hold back the opponent so it couldn't reach very much. Bully against other kid in the playground holding his head so he can't mm-hmm. swing at him. Basically. And they they made that in the pits and they were sort of... They had it out and Suggesting, round. weren't yeah. they? But a few days before that, apparently, Hydra had just been testing out the big front wedge to see how big a spinner they could go up against... Without taking sort of major damage, without having the front ripped off, not knowing that they would fight Gigabyte, the robot they put up against it for reference was Gigabyte. So the two sort of configurations were were there. They were already three mm-hmm. days in advance of the tournament even starting. So that and
2: yeah, those two were pitted nearby each other. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they were neighbors too. So it's like rolling back. Like
3: yeah, all right,
2: all right, thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> um. That and a uh, Gigabyte. They didn't. Do I think you can kind of tell during the intro? They were, if anybody has ever seen Gigabyte's a like anti wedge configuration, mm. there's a set of that comes out and then has a small wedge that leads up into the Gigabyte shell. Um, mm. I think they've ran it once or twice in China and tried it, but never had too much luck. They were threatening. They were threatening that back at Hydra. So it was very much yeah, a, I didn't a back know and forth that game.
3: Even brought that with them. That's interesting. Makes sense now, doesn't it? Watching, yeah. Yeah. Watching. yeah, they
2: had like the sa- the like cardboard looking safety guard thing in front of the gigabyte on the cart, so it looked like something could could be in there, and it was like, eh, nope, nothing's there. <laughs> so they're they're both trying to go for um, it. I, I
0: yeah, like, I've, I've really enjoyed this part of this season, though. Like the, the, the gamesmanship in between, like you know, we, we spoke to to Matt Spurk earlier in the season. You know, he he's saying about you know he thought about you know taking the bike rack from, from Hydra and walking it past the huge pit just to make, make them think, maybe we're going to do this. You never know. It's been good. And I, 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 another thing that's been good this season has been Gigabyte. They've been honestly excellent. Like, apart yeah. from that first fight with Copperhead, they have
2: not put a foot wrong.
3: And the only reason that fight went quite as bad so is badly. From damage yeah. from last yeah. year. As soon if, as they fixed the damage from last year. If
2: you year, believe them. Well, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. as soon as they fixed that, they they have been formidable and as i've said now multiple times this is the sort of gigabyte we see as megabyte in china yeah because megabyte really tears up the competition it's scary
1: it's uh, really scary
3: it's a shame we haven't got to see that side of gigabyte until now and um i mean i think i'd be happy to go out in a fight like this Yeah. yeah um you lose against the
0: one seed. What can you do, right? I mean,
1: yeah, <laughs> I would have loved to have seen what those little curved things would have done to the extendable arm. I know because mm. it, it seems like they had put them on as a as a kind of counter for that. And I mean, you could continue to evolve and try to make. make that, it what like, was it
3: earlier about the the attachments, yeah. right? You know, gig- yeah. It, I, know I think the Gigabyte go. team was saying that the um, a pole hold away stick like that has actually done them dirty in the past like a,
1: yeah there's a, a there's a fight at the, like the at T- Rebel triangle Games. And, and, the, and the triangle nationals where they fought actually against a, a, a team member of theirs now in in uh maxim like, yeah was, and like sewer snake with this down. wooden this wooden cage on the front to keep him away and just push him into the wall uh and i know there's other instances um that i can't remember but
0: that's the main one, isn't it? Like there was there was mm-hmm.
1: pictures going around of of them, you know, fighting sewer snake and the video.
0: I think there's a video somewhere.
1: Yeah, and sewer snake ends up on the wrong side of it, so it, it didn't work in the end. Uh, but uh, it's it worth noting
3: yeah. that the all of these attachments sometimes do go wrong. The um, yeah. uh, one I can think of is on the UK live scene where Ripper added a big deck chair to it to try and fight yep. Gabriel, and <laughs> Gabriel just caved it in. Um, <laughs> Sometimes these plans don't work out, but, but sometimes. But, they if it, it,
0: but if you don't try, you don't know, right?
3: Yeah.
0: yeah, I guess so. That's the way it goes. Sometimes. Fight number five is Black Dragon and Tombstone. Uh, oh. It's well. a shame. It's a shame for Ray, but it, in, in the result that we got, it does mean we are going to have an all-new Battle Box I champion.
1: Know. Mm-hmm. That's that is true. I, that, that, that's, a, that's a good point you make. But like we won't have a repeat, so yeah. it'll be a completely new. Modern battle box Champion. Yeah, we're finally <laughs> out. Of, we're finally out of that rut, right? This is
3: until, of course, Bite Force swoops in in the final <laughs> with, with <laughs> the, uh, the briefcase. Oh case no! The here comes Bite running. Force
1: with a chair. <laughs> it's
3: it's like, it's... Looking like looking at this
2: um this fight card, you look at it and you go like, "All right, that's going to be one of the best fights of the night." And then it's like, surprise! No, it was Robot versus Uppercut. <laughs> yeah, it
3: was and a very Tombstone and Black fight.
2: Dragon went to a pushing fight.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very which, which Tombstone's never going to win. It just doesn't have that. It's I mean, all offense and no push, no defense. I, I remember seeing somewhere
0: offense. today like what went wrong for Tombstone. I, I can't. I believe a wire pulled chain. out. Yeah, it was. That was literally just it. as simple as that, which is very rare for for him. Like normally the chain breaks, which yeah. is fair enough. But.
1: Or he catches so fire, just drive oh,
0: yeah. on top of it and die there. Yeah, when, <laughs> when the or, the, or the bar goes in splits in half when they get punted yeah. out the
1: arena. And there's yeah. a lot of ways. Or the bar the... splits in half, cuts their own wheel off, and then they go <laughs> bouncing around. But a
0: simple wire and uh, yeah. that really changed the fight because because there's not much they can do to Black Dragon after that like, because they haven't got Black a wedge.
3: Black Dragon's new front wedge is very thick, and that thing looks absolutely tasty i i'd have loved to have seen more of that big thick wedge um this season and maybe we'll get to see more of it going forwards uh, knowing who they're going to be fighting next perhaps yeah. we'll get to see it but um yeah it was really good tactics on their part and you know wedge beat spinner
1: yeah. i mean oh, but we've what, seen that yeah. a couple times in this episode old old just, story. yeah I, I mean we saw it with with uh with you, Aaron, and your fight with Bloodsport, with the whole, just, just keep throwing that wedge into the other robot and hope something breaks. Uh, and yeah, that's the limited, idea.
2: limited options. Uh, get them in front of the hitty bits. Yeah. Like, it's like I like, I did also, the screws are not my friend. <laughs> I haven't got stuck <laughs> in them, but they don't help me out. <laughs> yeah. You could toaster yourself if you're not careful. Uh, well, I'm more. Like I got Bloodsport into one set of screws, not yeah. taken. It, it, other set of screws, Still won't lift them up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: couldn't get a bite on it. It's That's a frustrating whole That's a whole different problem.
3: I'm also hoping that you'd manage to get them turned over after bending up their shoe We would have been interested to see the wouldn't actual, it, if they could have self-righted. The amount of testing, well, they wouldn't have been able to. The amount of testing <laughs> they did on that to make oh, sure that it was the you can see again. at
2: the end, we're waggling around the self, like, we get him to the hammer and like, try try clamping some of the self-right arms, because like, if we get underneath them far
1: enough, we might be able to, eh. <laughs> I mean, you, you can see us jump to this other fight, because there's not much to say about this really Black is Dragon Tombstone <laughs> fight. <laughs> no, yeah. this, is, this, this is what it is.
0: It's a shame to see Tombstone go. Like, of course, you know, seeing Ray in any competition, it would have been interesting I
1: really see. felt bad for Ray this time. Yeah. I, like, I really, really it, did.
3: This is a really poor like. Must be a really awful way to go out, or just based on one wire. He, Not
1: the he, way he wants to lose. Ever, he, he wants to lose in style, s- smacking you around, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> or, or getting smacked around. I don't think he really minds either way, but yeah. he'll be back, of course, with Tombstone yeah. doing Tombstone things. And I, I, another thing as well, like I've, I've seen a lot of posts. Once again, you know, I read what you know, read into what you will on the internet, saying that Tombstone is past it. I think that, uh, there's actually a great, another great post that was put up by Tim Rackley or Tim Rackers from the. Ragnarok and you Monsoon teams—it was just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Comparing it to a T Rex, in a sense that yes, you have tanks today, and you know tanks will you know kill a T Rex, but I don't want to fight a T Rex myself. You know, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather avoid that. It's just—it's not worth but it. Because
3: I don't have a tank. So
0: <laughs> I'm not going to, um... You know, two. Okay, yes, maybe it isn't the darling of the field that it once was. I think mean, that's fair enough to say they've lost three times this season, all against yeah. very good opposition, admittedly, mm. but. They've lost three times. But...
2: And a lot of it, like, Tombstone's really good because he's been building that same robot for, I don't know, like 20 so years long. now or something yeah. like that, and, like, you hone and optimise things, but I think what's happening lately is other people are active enough to be honing and optimising to get to where they can handle some of that, so people it's like adapt so the rumors getting to better. Tombstone.
3: I've seen a lot of people online start designing Tombstone with whale guards. And no. Can I just say that no. every time somebody does it, it looks even more cursed than the last. Um, <laughs> the thing, the whole thing is as well point with Tombstone, and we saw it in this fight, was that Ray loves to bait you with the bits wheels. of his robot. Look, yeah. I've got big exposed wheels. Oh, why don't you come and attack them? Oh, look, mm-hmm. I've got my bottom shaking at you. Oh, why don't you come and? <laughs> I'm going to spin around now and hit you. Um, he he Ow. tried the Ray tactics in this fight, and the Black Dragon team you just saw go. No? no, not having it. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> not having it. I'm not buying what you're selling. I think another thing as well is, Aaron, you, you kind of alluded to it a little bit. Like, Ray has been building this robot for so long, and it's been hitting people so hard for so long. People have adapted specifically for Tombstone. We saw, it, you know, Bombshell was completely designed for Tombstone in 2018.
3: Let's be honest, it's the only robot it was designed But, to find. but, that's, <laughs> but that's the
0: point. You know, the, the thing is, it's still it, that, that was with Tombstone in mind, and. Yeah. People have Tombstone set up specifically because it hits so hard, and you have to have a setup for it because if you don't, you will lose. And I think with the way that robots are going now, with the you know the modularity, which we've kind of spoken about a little bit, Tombstone can't really do that because it's got one trick; it hits you really hard. And I think that's maybe what's you catching. It hits you out.
1: really hard with a different bar every <laughs> time. But he has nine this time. Just <laughs> yeah. a stupid amount of bars this time. This is oh, it's too, Prepared for everything.
3: He didn't use the sort of cutting bars. Um, no. He, he use, uses, or he said it somewhere. I can't remember where, but he likes to use the sharper bars to hit wedges because it cuts into the wedge, and he can then get a bite wherever. Um, and he didn't go with that in this one, which I found mm. interesting. I think
0: it was. I think he went for the the heavier one, didn't he? I yeah. can't remember.
1: The bludgeoning blade.
3: Mm.
0: What one of those things? But credit to Black Dragon, they drove the perfect fight and absolutely deserve their place in the next round. And, you know, I'm excited to see how they th- they fare with Ribot because that could be very interesting depending yep. on which setup uh, Ribot goes for as well.
1: I want to see Gabriel tell us a smile again. I want to see him win again. But, I mean, it, I mean it, it, it's going to be interesting with this fight coming up against Robot. I really don't know what to make of it because i mean it's two kind of under- robot can to, do what really? they i don't know i, I don't know what it, it depends on what, what we can expect i don't know if robot can do the same thing they did to beat uppercut against black dragon i mean they can run that undercutter and run up it and hope something breaks but i i don't i don't well, know there's I a lot less there's a lot less catch points potentially
3: mm-hmm. using the the vert and fork setup against yeah. Black dragon and going yeah. end game tactics at them mm-hmm. from before and that Got one might end up being
2: another modular like yeah. A kind of vertic- oh my gosh, and, and Black wedge Dragon has so big many big wedge,
1: front wedge wedges. Big wedge. They have so <laughs> many wedges. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see how that
0: one pans out. I think that's yeah. probably the most exciting quadrant now. Like the fact that they're they're two kind of left field
2: choices Jerk? if you like.
0: No. no. <laughs> <laughs> they're both kind of left field, right? You, you know, it's they're both yeah. I am gonna stop digging. I'm just taking a deep <laughs> shot. <laughs> let's let's move on quickly before we yeah. uh before we get we lose Aaron here, and then we yep. go to um, a fight which we had literally three weeks ago in Flash yep. and Valkyrie. And if you saw our comments for that fight, just play them again because yep.
3: the was... thing I really liked about Tantrum versus Bloodsport. Um, <laughs> 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 to go back to that fight, we've got nothing else to say. Um, <laughs> no, I mean a, a, another driving
0: exhibition by Matt. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Valkyrie's weapon kept going for the good proportion of the
3: fight, Far but longer yeah. Yeah. over two minutes
1: right. at least
3: and it was but there was just some great lift and the you know, standout moment was hovering valkyrie that was so that good. was so magic
2: <laughs> the gyro stabilized dinner platter like it was beautiful
3: i, I like, thought for da, a second da, da, it was going to go da, out
2: da,
0: the da. arena
3: like i thought it was it was close but maybe a little bit further to down. make a meme of it and just do thanos and perfectly balance as all things should be <laughs> so we have our
1: um, we have our like e- equivalence to like a hand of god where are just like boink and it's just like huh you know <laughs> just like i got you now right under crazy. the chin so I'm amazed
0: silly. I'm amazed how well the wedge lasted this time compared to yeah. obviously we got that big chunk taken out of it against Valkyrie before and you know it just didn't happen this time the the improvement well,
2: have learning wise Whiplash have- has been taken apart by Tombstone yep. twice yep. before this so it's like all right well if we show up and aren't able to take that again we're stupid so yep. <laughs> so they took their robot and optimized the crap out of the front end yep. like how many they different even- configs do we need in order to make this happen and right. okay we don't want to be taken apart again. Ditch the disc or a lifter. Beef. Like, okay. Yeah. So they it's do. everyone's everyone's evolving. Yeah, it's definitely. An
3: optimization on like from their last fight against Valkyrie even with this setup and they had the two lips yep. to stop yeah. the um, That worked great. Also you're not going to know this as a podcast audience, but all of us literally did lips as the <laughs> same exact sign. <laughs> like, I'm going I'm to keep this oh bit wait, in, I'm gonna put it in. Lips, <laughs> Someone uh, asked me last week to put more video bits in. I'm going
0: to
1: put that bit in. Yeah, in time. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's not much yeah, to say about worked. this fight, is there really? Because it was, it was a repeat of the fight yeah. before. I mean,.
1: The, the I driving excellent.
3: So, so hoping he would get the out of the arena. Yeah, so he
1: hoping. got a couple of good lifts inside he of did. the disc, inside the yeah, weight savings like, of oh, the disc. So you could, I
3: think, you can
2: actually see him there going, "That's not actually good." Like he is yeah. like, "Do I go for the suplex? No, I'll probably just get tangled up." Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Okay, set down." I'm like, oh, I've gotten my <laughs> points bye. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, you know, that's 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 you know sensible on his part because if, if he Martin if, sensible, yeah, if, if if he does win, then he's got a. <laughs>
3: Maybe, um, man, yeah. take more risks. God, God, honestly, especially at yeah. the top eight stage. Do yeah, I know <laughs> he's going
1: to have to take some risks in the next round? Honestly, well, this <laughs> is it, Hydra. Oh. Mm. What do? We
3: apparently, have an attachment.
0: I'm <laughs> Funny that to know
3: what it is.
0: I don't buy it. I think he's. I think he's bluffing. I mean, he's, he's trying to get into to Jake's head. <laughs> yeah,
3: if he comes in with just Minotaur. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we borrowed this off some friends. <laughs> Just paints it black and yellow. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's, it should be an interesting fight, that one. I mean, you know, Hydra's been, for the most part, very well controlled this season, and you know, we, we've you know, we've spoken about Matt season about how well he's driving it could be Battlebots has spoken
1: a lot about him they and it's have... kind of getting it's kind of getting tiring <laughs> but, but <laughs> his, I mean, brain,
2: but... his brain's wired different
1: <laughs> i know he's he actually, so has, like he a actually has a one-to-one <laughs> interface where the brain controls the robot and that's how yeah. it works so you he outputs yeah. ppm signals to a trans- like right. to a module <laughs> totally mm-hmm. this is full galaxy brain matt vasquez now
0: <laughs> oh dear let's move on before we get into yeah. more trouble um now Mammoth versus Shatter, who had this down as a top 16 fight? Come on, (laughs) hands up. Uh,
1: I mean, we'll see. Excellent, Hmm. wasn't it? I mean,
3: (laughs) this was another close fight, and at this stage, first of all, Mammoth, you don't expect to be having close fights in the top 16. Like, it went to a judge's decision. It goes they to the judges have a lot. They gone through to the round of eight. Can you no. imagine Mammoth in the round of eight? How many angry people on the internet
1: there would have oh, loved it. made it to
3: the
0: round of eight? It's just wonderful. This whole fight was like, it was, it was so stupid. I mean, the first fling where Shatter just goes flying across the arena was like, Absolutely.
1: Yes, come on. That, that, that's the negative of Mechanum Wheels. You, you're basically pushing a shopping trolley, you know? Like, it's just like, woo. Um, you know what? In this case, this mechanism wheels with a claimed thousand-ish pounds of
2: magnetic downforce.
1: Okay, so there you go. But still, oh, the, 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 the which, that even it it's more. It's interesting, interesting to compare
2: doesn't... to compare Mammoth's fight last week against Lockjaw. Oh, sorry, Shatter's fight against Lockjaw, okay. <clears throat> um, where they never really got hit by the vertical because they couldn't, like Lockjaw could not wedge them off the floor. Yeah. Uh turns out if you take this big spinny thing, <laughs> with a lot of torque, <laughs> just flail it at it and catch something, it, you yeah, can rip it, it off the floor. It Definitely. was wonderful. But, but when it's on flat ground, it's it's more evenly matched than you think. But as soon as they pop them up, yeah, send
3: them anywhere. It was a wonderful thing in this wow. fight, where we got to see Shatter start pushing sideways. That was brilliant. <laughs> so you just good. see the visible anger of Ricky Willems going, this thing's so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing as well was...
0: I think Shatter, I don't think they underestimated Mammoth, but I think they were very liberal with their hammer usage. And I think Mm. them firing their hammer kind of did lift them off the floor just enough for Mammoth to kind of get under them enough time. Capitalize them. Exactly. And even when the weapon went for Mammoth, like they still struggled to kind of maneuver around this. It became a smother bot, basically.
1: Uh, One one of the judges would be very happy about that, Lisa. This is basically (laughs) just like, Surround your robot with another robot and just move it around the arena. It's a exactly, big hug. That, a that, big that's what hug. I mean. Mammoth turned into Tenamushi without the shell, uh, where it just kind of grabs it just moves you around the arena, and you can't do anything.
0: It just so uh, happened that Shatter fit perfectly between the two poles yeah. as well at the front. It was, it was a great fight. I mean, this is a, like I, I love my weird robots, and the, and both both of them kind of don't fit the 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 general mold of battlebots. You know, they they don't have you know, four conventional wheels, they don't have a vertical spinner. They they are, you know, very, very abstract. Yes, okay, Shatter's been refined over many years of development, and Mammoth, to a degree as well, has had work put into it and, you know, is now much more competitive than it maybe has any right being. But it was a great fight, and, they, and yeah. either would have been worthy of a top eight finish. You know, the fact that it went to a split
1: decision, I'm you know what? I would have been happy either way. I wouldn't if, have been. I mean, honestly, yeah. it's not it, that 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 fight was so hard to judge. You have Shatter just flailing around trying to catch anything. It did catch that, cause damage. It poked yeah, it did. Wall. That's the thing, and it, that 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 uh that chain breaking off definitely. I
3: still haven't seen the moment where. It... What I mean, at it what point at in that arc went, does it hit? It went slam, and then there was just some sort of delayed reaction where the chain then went.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I, yeah. I, I'm I'm out. <laughs> Having watched that replay back, it's funny you say that, I really can't see where it hits the chain. The,
0: the, the chain does look very loose throughout. I don't know whether, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that's an intentional thing for, you
2: know... It, I think they've heard, they claim it stretches like two inches per fight. Oh wow. From the, yeah. But Well, they have the, like, the I think it's an Emmy 909, like yeah. Tombstone's weapon motor is what's yeah. chained to... So it's lower rpm and stuff but
1: it's a hell of a lot of torque yeah and oh, the yeah. wheel
3: pops off at the end just oh. to... <laughs> but it, it, it
1: happened after the buzzer <laughs> it but did happen i mean just
3: after the buzzer but it it's that lasting impression with the judges yeah. i'm interested to see if they judged that bit of damage because technically mm. speaking they, they shouldn't, shouldn't
0: have done but no, they should I, feel, have. I feel like they would have done but oh. either way i mean shatter's very worthy you know to be in the top eight and i think you know Hammerbot in the top I know. eight. The last
1: time that happened it didn't end well <laughs> well <laughs> then again they're not fighting tombstone
0: no but we'll discuss their opponent in a minute but yeah i mean Sh- something that beat tombstone <laughs> yeah oh, yeah <laughs> was pretty spectacular and, you know i think again as, as a result of their hard work you know last season they, they had a good they, good season they, you know they won two fights and what have you but you know this season they've they've turned up and they've really turned a corner i think and they've there's not been a fight where i've thought they've been dominated at all they won two fights in the preseason. they lost a close fight with malice you know it's
2: so, yeah, i'm not usually a hammerbot fan but i've been having fun watching shatter matches yeah
0: yeah absolutely it's it's been great to watch this season um hopefully we get to see more of mammoth you know i think they are in one of the bounty hunters episodes as well so we'll, we'll have more to talk about mammoth which is great mm-hmm. and our final Here it fight comes. our final fight End game and rotator. Brace yourselves of everyone. three acts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this really was a this really was three one minute fights all stitched together, where yeah. it was just three different like three different phases of you have end game, uh, just all over, all over rotator, and then the weapon dies, and then it's rotator all over end game, and then rotator's weapon dies, and then it's end game being a very good push bot. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, I don't know, man. It's this one I, we, is one we, of those yeah. where, like, again, I understand the split decision
0: completely. I, I feel like, it, you know, quite rightly, did go to a decision, and I think you have to look at it in the sense that people. I think a lot of people forgot that Endgame did all that damage at the start to to rotate it because. I know Rotator's weapon lasted longer, and that's kind of a lasting throughout. You know, you see Endgame's weapon not moving, and them taking hit after hit on that front, which is called bending upwards and what have you. But Endgame did give out some really big hits at the start, and yeah. I think that. And you know, they did eventually break Rotator's weapon with their face. Mm-hmm. So should that not be counted in Endgame's favour? On first watch, I, I thought Rotator won the fight, and I watched it back again. Yeah, and I still thought Rotator won the fight, and then I watched it back again. And then I kind of thought, well, actually, yeah, you're right. You know, Endgame did dish out all those hits at the start. It, it is so close, and I wouldn't have wanted to be a judge for this one because it was just. This, so
1: This difficult. does show you how hard it is to be a judge, honestly. Because mm-hmm. you get you get one try, one view of that fight, and you just said you had to watch it three times to be like, all right, Endgame won. They had to do it once. I mean, I, I don't know how. I don't know how much replay they're able to watch at all. I know they have their screens in front of them, but I don't know how much Not long enough that's there's not enough time to really dig in. You know, you you watch that fight live. That's you. That's what you have. You got to just go with what you what you saw. I
3: mean, I think Jason Bardis summed it up perfectly during the week on Facebook where he shared a clip he filmed uh, of himself on TV where you can just see at the edge of the screen, the huge versus uh, Hydra fight go to the judges. And Jason just drops to the desk with his hands <laughs> in his arms. And he's yeah. just like, how the hell do I? I judge
1: don't want to judge that man. Come on. <laughs> That's it. I, I pinged uh,
2: Victor about Fired what actually out. failed. What actually failed in rotator? Uh, a battery lead came unsoldered from heat, and apparently he resoldered those packs and then went on. And it was fine. I was like, all right. So the the, the damage oh. was I was trying too hard with my weapon. Mm. <laughs> Like, you,
0: can't, right. you can't win, can you? I, I do feel very yeah. bad for Victor this season mm-hmm. because he has been, had such a, a rough run. You know, obviously we we've spoken briefly about the beta fight. Of course, took that absolute pasting from Valkyrie for three minutes. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, he won against Big Deal. Yes, okay, he won against um, Jackpot as well. Another decision. I, I, so, for those that haven't watched Bounty Hunters, you know, you know, he, there was a running theme throughout where where Victor says, you know, I can't let it go to a decision because yeah. he, you know, clearly was. I think hurt by not, you know, not getting these decisions because you know he yeah. wants to win. Clearly, obviously, everyone wants to win, but I feel like he thought that he'd done enough in this fight, and I think that on another day he probably would have done. But it's just one of those things where, understandably, Endgame gets the win. But I can see the counter argument that Rotated, for for the most part of the fight, was the one on top, but it, that's not the way it goes sometimes.
1: Yeah, Endgame really did cave in that side panel really hard and that like there's 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 plenty of hits that they get that uh, just it, it, it's, it's just uh, I, 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 having watched it back a couple times now I can see why they went that way so it's, yeah, it, I, I mean it's, it, it's past that point it gives Endgame a, a route to the top eight
0: to face Shatter which again is another oh. interesting one Shatter's gonna have their work cut out I think but
1: mm, we'll,
0: we'll see. see we'll see I think as well but before we wrap up I, I do want to you know Testament to the quality of all of the robots in this round of sixteen is that six of the of the eight fights, seven if you you know count the witch doctor saw fight going two minutes fifty nine seconds, six went three minutes, three of the fights were split decisions, <laughs> and there was only one you know out and out knocker, and that robot was winning its fight until it died. Yeah. So the quality of the field in general, you know, you can say you know teams couldn't couldn't turn up because of you know restrictions and what have you. The, the top like, sixteen this year put on a really good show. You know, you know, obviously not just yourself, and, but every other team included has to have an enormous amount of credit for putting together some phenomenal machines this year. It's been, it was so close. Like mm-hmm. half of them were on a on a knife edge throughout as well. So
2: thank we you. Just for- got, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm yeah. kind of hoping the production side of it goes. Hey, if we give people more time, the robots show up or better. <laughs> and, and yeah, okay about that.
1: Well well, well, we'll see if that happens. My hopes are low. <laughs> well, the thing is, they usually film it. Well, they usually film battle box during around, spring break
0: not, not, not far away from now so that's that what i mean time, yeah now, yeah, but, yeah but
1: so yeah. that's like the that? thing it's it with the way that this tournament was held it's like we have to it's like you gotta like slowly get back to that point now sure. Where like it was held in october so probably like who knows when they'll hold it now uh that that's that, thing, that yeah, information so hasn't been reached
2: i've got a yeah saying a, a, a team a teammate of mine who lives in michigan is mm-hmm. so there's a fair amount of people who race tiny silly tiny go-karts and then also do BattleBots and yes. there's decent overlap silly there. So I've got a bunch go of friends parts. in Michigan who I've <laughs> raced silly go-karts with. They're power wheels. Uh, but, <laughs> yes, but my, but my teammate Jason's out there, so they're applying for next year. And it's it, I'm just watching all the things come in. I've had a few people ping and <clears throat> as far as going a college team or two is letting me review stuff or wanting me to review stuff. I'm like, all right, but it's always interesting seeing who pops up with what questions because like first robotics kids will people will pop up and be like is swerve good for making us stand out i'm like i'm not gonna work and they don't really seem to care so
1: <laughs> yeah uh, i wouldn't but whatever <laughs> like every frc robot with swerve drive it's like yeah that, that that'll work mm-hmm. that'll I mean, work like, well in a
2: box I, I have built many of those and <laughs> yeah. i am an frc kid and there's a couple on the market being sold right now that are based off of my concept so like oh. i am one of the biggest swerve lovers out there yeah it doesn't exist for BattleBots yet. No. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, watching Shatter do some fun moves is like, all right, there's some potential there, but um, it's a heck of a dev project to do that and make it survive. Definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: So.
0: That does bring us to the end of the round of 16. Obviously, Aaron, you're you're back again next week for more against Blaze. Yeah. Um, How do you rate your chances? I, I, we can't discuss the fight yeah. too much. We've but... talked
1: about the other three fights. We haven't really touched yours yet. Yeah.
0: How, how did I'll you say, get into it at
1: least? How, I'll how, say how? estimate going into it was,
2: I think it was giving us like a 30% chance of victory. True. Like that that's about where my head was at going into the fight. Um, I've heard people say like, oh, Sawblaze is going to get to the juicy bits on top. I'm like, to be fair, the juicy bits in normal state are quarter inch AR plate. Which Sorry. doctor's quarter to aluminum? and then maybe another layer of that and that's a very different story so it's like all right i we'll see what dies <laughs> like, <laughs> if he dies he dies yeah if I, I, yeah well it's okay okay and then yeah we're <clears throat> i suppose i can cover i still gotta do my my recap video for this well for the previous fight um but going into it the the preparations we have going into the solidless fight the preparations we're, we're making. We have the the top shoulders of the robot are quarter inch AR plate. We also had a set of three sixteenths ones that were lighter, so we actually cut apart the three sixteenths ones and welded them on top of the quarter inch ones. So it's here is seven sixteenths of AR four hundred. <laughs> like saw has been doing good, but it's a lot of steel. <laughs> it's a lot to go through to get to the, the good stuff. So the base. I, I'm I'm after seeing what it did to Whiplash and Witch Doctor, we definitely did not want to underestimate. Mr. Angry saw coming from both. (laughs) So yeah. And I like, um, tantrum had a similar, like similar strategic match last year when, when we were bad (laughs) against Scorpios and like our robot held up, but we just got pants. So it's, I'm coming out of that one going like, I really hated spending the entire fight on the front end of the other robot. And we're going into this one and that's the highest happen. likelihood outcome, I think. Yeah. So even if we survive all the hits, we might just be on the receiving end of all of them, too. All right.
0: <laughs> let's see yes. what happens. We'll see. We'll see. F- fingers crossed, anyway. Um, obviously, we are approaching the end of the season as well.
1: Yeah, one more episode. Let's
0: let's talk a little bit about maybe next year. So wh- where does Tantrum go from here? <laughs> that's,
2: it's real nice to come out of a season and be like, oh, most of these things can stay exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. To be <laughs> no changes. Drivetrain, armor, wedge, like ground game, like all of those things, like thumbs up. All right. So, um, our current our current plan is apply with two robots, uh, apply with tantrum, and basically we would do largely weapon upgrades in the terms of make the damn thing survive and work all the time, so people mm-hmm. don't give us crap for winning wedge fights. <laughs> yeah, make that weapon <laughs> which is like. I, I was happy to see the battlebots twitter poll of who won that match 75 to 25 for us I'm like okay let's take that (laughs) it was pretty clear (laughs) um but yeah and then the other robot working on i've wanted to do for years um a flywheel flipper so the first tantrum we built ever was a flipper robot of the large titanium leaf spring variety yep um but figured out some new tech on flywheel flipper type stuff and prototyped it small and it appears to actually check out that a lot of math team has been like I've I've got a team I think it was nine of us 10 of us now and some people make the comment of too many cooks in the kitchen uh, I'm gonna my, my kitchen's full of chefs yeah
1: very <laughs> very talented chefs <laughs>
2: yes and I with how cameras work and how the internet works uh, it's it's harder to give them credit for things but a try when I can, good team. So we've been making a lot of progress. And like right now, we're in the middle of fabri- fabrication of the weapon module for the flipper robot. And they look very familial. Like if you set tantrum and it's called moonshot is the name for it. Okay. If you set them next to each other, you're like, same people built those. You
1: can see yeah, the, the lineage the is there. Oh, we're gonna to have to make another chart, Jevin, of lineage of tantrum <laughs> robots. Uh, so that's thing, and uh, we're we're
2: setting the ambitious goal of goal number one is make someone hit the ceiling. Goal number two is do well. Um, but energy wise,
0: which, which would you which would you rather first?
2: <laughs> uh, if we make someone hit the ceiling, ceiling like,
3: over
1: done. <laughs> good. <laughs> like, I don't... I'm
3: waiting for everybody involved with. The bingo that we've been playing this year, waiting for them to be writing. Robot hits the ceiling in next year's one? It's yet oh, yeah. to happen this year, and I have it twice on my bloody
2: bingo card. I am. Oh, you, you don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we. I know Hydra is gunning for it because, like, yeah. no, nobody has made an opponent legitimately hit the ceiling. They've made parts mm-hmm. of them hit the ceiling, but like yeah. the robot has not been against the ceiling. That's your aim. Beat them to it. So our, our aim is that um, energy, de- like. For, for reference, Hydra and Bronco are both around the five and a half to six kilojoule territory.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And which just sounds funny when you think like, oh, Tombstone had a hundred.
1: Like, it's still a stupid amount of energy to put into a flipper.
2: <laughs> yeah. So our current plan, the flywheel will have 21 kilojoules at full tilts. And we're going to try using half of that per flip. <laughs> oh, yeah, cool. So the goal, the goal <laughs> is to put 11 or roughly double Hydra and Bronco into it. Um, we still have plenty of time for all that this to explode in our faces.
1: Double Hydra.
2: That's why we're building a full prototype. Um, mm-hmm. And in, in true form, the tip force over travel should be just over
1: 9000 pounds. force. <laughs> I, I would love to see how you're going to hold this thing from not flying off the robot itself. Honestly, with all this force that's just getting thrown, it's just going to rip itself from the frame. Well, there's
2: some, there's definitely some different physics um, in the flywheel territory versus uh, air spring based stuff. Right. And I consider Bronco and Hydra both air spring based stuff, because yeah. um, <clears throat> Hydra is just pushing against a pneumatic accumulator air spring for energy. It's they're storing yeah. all the energy in the spring mm-hmm. um, in the form of compressed air. Um, so if you dry fire with that setup. Uh, you end up with all of all of the energy is then just taking just your flipper arm and accelerating as fast as it can. Right. So at the end of travel, you need to arrest that same amount of energy.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, with the flywheel setup, your velocity is capped. So you can only move so fast.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So when we flip somebody normally, um, the tip speed is going to slow down a bit because it is sucking energy out. Um, but when the dry fire is, it doesn't really go much faster. Maybe like the arm moves like maybe 15 percent faster so at that point in time you have this 20 pound flipper arm Mm -hmm. and it's it's moving at a much more reasonable rate and it's like oh that's actually a lot easier to stop great that's there's all sorts of other things that make it more complicated but yeah it should be the most well armored flipper that's been made in a while like it's it's real dense (laughs) like Yeah. I think
0: the, um, the you, you've sh- you've shared some test version before of the the beetleweight version, haven't you? And I think like that was yep. just amazing to watch that kind of flip things around. And you know, if if that can scale up to the, the level that you're saying, see, uh, I did anyways. I did some
2: scoping of like what's the height of the average beetleweight arena? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's about four feet. I'm like, I, I can great, tell. you. Just... I've, I've been
1: stuck on the <laughs> room before.
2: Trust me, I can tell you. I'm like, great. I just launched the D2 kit seven and a half feet in the air. Thumbs up. <laughs> It's so um, okay, we got high hopes for that one that's oh, that's yeah. where a lot of the focus is going to be. You're
3: then looking at what damage the roof is going to do to the robot. <laughs> crazy I think it's job. what and then, and then the full the way, way up down. and then all the way yeah. down again. Is, okay. is
1: BattleBots going to have to put hazards on the roof so that if something hits the roof it actually, you know, a giant you know. Fat. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. We're
2: yeah I'm, I'm definitely been like the oh all, all those math works out and the little one works out so i'm going to count the chicken before it hatches but we we got work to do and testing to do but yeah. we're, we're feeling pretty good about it it's all well, very exciting
0: I, I can't wait to see it hopefully fingers crossed we get to see that later this year um but that's pretty much wrap things up very nicely aaron thank you so much for your time it's been a, a pleasure talking to you and i play best of luck for, with the the two new machines. Hopefully, as I said, we can see them both later on yeah. in
1: 2021,
0: the world permitting. But
1: and hopefully the one that's going right now keeps on chucking. We'll see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We've obviously got a couple more rounds for you to go yet, but we'll, we'll see.
2: With that said, yeah. thanks for having me. It's... I will bicker about robots indefinitely. So uh, <laughs> cool.
0: More than <laughs> welcome it's it's good good to cut, to cut off this. now. <laughs>
3: yeah. <I> mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> With that said, I've been Sam Elliott
1: at 64. I've been Steve the American Killjoy.
3: I have been Walter
0: Woodrow. I'm Aaron. <laughs> and the three of us will see you next week for the final episode of BattleBots 2020.